you're listening to the voice of dog i'm kaki your faithful fireside companion and today's story is the first of two parts of stepping out for a breath of fresh air by draylen dragonfox who loves being a narrator for the voice of dog and wanted to throw some of his own words into the mix you can find his mostly b stars fan fiction on ao3 please enjoy stepping out for a breath of fresh air by draylen dragonfox part 1 of 2 Keith the llama sidled up to the bar and slid into one of the bar stools. He got the bartender's attention and ordered a red wine. He didn't want to drink any more of the awful beer that Danny insisted on buying by the pitcher. Truth be told, he just didn't want to be here at all. He was only out to support that dumb leopard, his friend who had volunteered to take all of the new students out for a pub night. It was going to be a mess. Keith looked at Danny, refilling glasses for the new students who were of drinking age, and rolled his eyes. Danny had asked him to come as some example of someone successfully going into their last year at the university, but none of the new students cared about that. They wanted a party. Keith still felt like he needed to stick around and make sure it didn't get wildly out of control, but he didn't need to dive into the chaos. He could have a relatively quiet drink at the bar while Danny played drinking games in the back of the bar. This place wasn't really Keith's scene. He was much more at home in a quiet cocktail lounge with low jazzy music where he could hold a conversation. The bartender slid Keith's drink across the bar to him, and Keith dropped some bills on the bar. He took a sip of his drink and took a deep breath, trying to relax a little and ignore the mayhem that Danny was trying to corral behind him. He hoped he wouldn't end up with too much of a hangover tomorrow for the first day of classes. He took another sip of his drink, and out of the corner of his eye, he saw an older lion at the end of the bar that was peering at him over the rim of what looked like a double whiskey. Keith took another sip of his drink and looked over at the lion, but he had already averted his eyes to something behind the bar. Keith took the time to get a bit of a look at him. He was wearing a sharp black suit with a thin black tie and a pair of small square glasses were across the bridge of his nose. Keith turned back to his drink and took another sip trying to keep the lion in his peripheral vision. Any time a large carnivore takes that much of an interest in an herbivore, it's worth being wary. Every so often he caught the lion peeking at him again, trying to be subtle about it. Keith had definitely not had enough to drink to drop his guard around a predator like a lion. He stood up and walked away from the bar to join Danny for just a moment. He grabbed the leopard by the shoulder to get his attention. Danny turned to Keith, his eyes slightly unfocused, and glazed with the amount he'd had to drink. "Keith," Danny slurred. "Hell of a party, eh? Having a good time?" Keith leaned up to speak into one of Danny's ears. "Hey, there's a lion guy at the bar who keeps looking at me." Danny's expression immediately changed to anger. "Whoa." You need me to go punch him for you, man? Keith pinched the bridge of his muzzle between his eyes. No, Danny, I just wanted to let you know. I've got a plan, but if you lose track of me, lying at the bar, black suit, square glasses. I'll text it to you too. Okay, Keith, I'll keep my eyes open," said Danny, sliding effortlessly back into party mode. Keith didn't suspect he'd even remember having this conversation in 5 minutes. He pulled out his phone and sent the text to Danny with the same information he had just told him. His plan was to go around to the other side of the bar to come up behind the lion and watch him a little more in secret, then talk to one of the bouncers if he seemed to be hunting for some vulnerable herbivore. 
but first he needed to use the washroom. Keith pushed his way through the crowd to the bathroom, which was mercifully empty at the moment. He relieved himself, and while he was washing his hands, the washroom door opened. Square glasses, black suit. Keith felt a moment of panic being in an enclosed space with the carnivore that had been staring at him just a few minutes prior. His heart was racing, and he suddenly wanted to run as fast as he could back to his dorm room. Except the lion was between him and the door. The lion raised his hands and said softly, Hey, just, it's okay. Keith jumped and recoiled as the lion's movement showed off all of his claws. Stay away from me. Are you here trying to hunt for some herbivore to devour? Is that it? Is that why you were staring at me? The lion folded his hands in front of him, trying to look as non-threatening as he possibly could. No, please, I don't want any trouble. I'm sorry I was staring at you at the bar. I didn't mean anything by it. Keith felt himself calming down a little. The lion was obviously a large carnivore, but he was slightly hunched over, making him look a little smaller. Less threatening. He kept his hands folded politely in front of him, his claws hidden. But you were staring at me at the bar. What's your deal? Why did you follow me into the bathroom? The lion blinked and replied, Follow you? You disappeared from the bar and I finished my drink. I was going to use the bathroom and leave. My friends ditched me and I'm bored. Keith shook off his wet hands and grabbed some paper towels from the dispenser, trying to calm his breathing. I'm sorry, I guess I'm a little on edge. My friends have all but ditched me too, and I'm sure you understand why I might be a little nervous getting stared at by a carnivore at a bar. The lion nodded again. (laughs) My apologies. Please, let me make it up to you. Can I buy you a drink? Keith stared at the lion, still unsure. The lion shrugged and moved over to one of the urinals. It sounds like we're both bored, and we might as well have a chat. Keith smirked. Hard to have a conversation in this place with that terrible pop music at full volume. The lion chuckled a little and replied, I know a nice little cocktail place nearby. No ulterior motives, I promise. I just want to apologize for making you uncomfortable. Keith shrugged a little. Mm, Fine. Sounds like more fun than what I was doing anyway. I'll meet you out front. The lion smiled politely. I'll be out in a minute. The name's Alan, by the way. Keith. Nice to meet you. Keith tapped Danny on the shoulder again. The increasingly drunk leopard turned and leaned heavily against Keith. Hey, buddy, you having a good time? The leopard slurred. Keith leaned in close to Danny's ear and said, Seems like you got things under control here. I've got classes first thing tomorrow, so I'm going to split. Danny leaned in and gave Keith a double thumbs up, wobbling back to the table where the slightly raucous first years were drunkenly trying to learn the school song. Keith rolled his eyes and walked out of the bar into the slightly cool early autumn air and leaned against the building, waiting for Alan. The lion appeared after a couple of minutes. Huh, you actually waited. Well, let's just say it wasn't my scene in there, and I'm intrigued. Please, lead on. I'm always looking for a new and comfortable cocktail spot. Alan smiled and nodded, and beckoned for Keith to follow him. So, if it's not your scene, what were you doing there? Keith shrugged. A friend of mine was ostensibly in charge of the chaos going on in there, and he asked me to come along. Turns out my presence was superfluous, so here we are. Your uh, friend dissed you, you said? Alan grunted his grin replaced with an annoyed grunt. Yeah, fucking Frank chasing tail and wanted me as his wingman. 
Turns out I was superfluous too, so he and Andy left me at the bar alone while they went off to hook up. Keith smirked. The way you describe it sounds like a familiar dance. Why humor them if they keep doing it to you? Alan shrugged. They annoy me, but they're my closest friends. We're a pretty tight-knit group, and I've known them forever. You don't throw your friends away because they're sometimes thoughtless. The lion pulled out a pack of cigarettes and tapped one out. He paused in his walk long enough to light it, cupping his hands against the cool breeze, and took a long drag. Besides, he spent plenty of nights playing along with my follies. He offered a cigarette to Keith. No thanks, replied the llama. That's fair. I guess I'm like that with Danny sometimes. We've known each other for a few years now. I'm sure at some point we'll get to that point instead of me just always doing favors for him. Alan chuckled. Well, you must have some kind of fondness for him if you keep doing him favors. Are you a couple or something? Keith was lost in thought and answered carelessly. No, besides, he's straight. He stopped walking when he realized what he'd said. He cleared his throat and quickly added, We're straight. Um, we're both straight. Alan blew out a cloud of smoke and laughed. Not out yet? That's fine. My lips are sealed. He took a final drag from the cigarette and tossed it into a sewer grate before he opened the door to a small cocktail bar, inviting Keith into the low-lit interior. Here we are. Keith stepped into the bar and looked around. High-backed banquettes and low tables with real candles and jars on them. Low jazz music was playing, and the few patrons were relaxed and chatting quietly. Alan invited Keith to join him at a quiet table in a dim corner with a good view of the ample backlit bar. First round's on me. What do you like? Keith slipped into the bench seat and said, Nothing too strong. Do they make a good old-fashioned? Alan grinned. They make a great old-fashioned. Be right back. Keith watched as Alan walked over to the bar. The bartender was another lion who greeted Alan with a handshake that seemed more friendly than businesslike. Alan said something to him and he looked over in Keith's direction before returning to say something to Alan, and they both laughed. Keith didn't feel alarmed by it. He did feel surprised that he didn't feel alarmed. Alan at least seemed friendly to him, and the conversation on the way here made Keith feel like maybe he was gay too. Is that what the staring at the bar was all about? Was this older lion coming on to him? Keith guessed it made sense the way he was talking to him. Alan had guessed correctly that he wasn't out yet. Keith hadn't told a soul. Alan walked back to the table to find Keith lost in thought. He put the drinks down, looking at the llama with his delicate features and slim build. He hadn't been able to take his eyes off the llama at the other bar, even though he didn't normally date herbivores. But Keith had looked so intriguing. He slipped onto the plush bench next to Keith and smiled kindly at him. There you are, one old-fashioned. Cheers! He raised his glass to Keith. Keith blinked a couple of times and smiled back at Alan. He picked up his glass and clinked the rim against the lion's and took a sip. The drink was indeed delightful. Wow, your bartender friend really knows his stuff. Yeah, Jonah is a young up-and-comer in the mixology scene. He's going to own his own place someday and it's going to be big. Alan took a sip of his Manhattan and watched the flickering candle flame refracted through the cut glass of the rocks glass and the clear brown liquor broken up by chunks of crushed ice. He loved the way a cocktail looked in this light. He looked at Keith again and watched the candle's flame dance in the llama's big amber eyes. Keith caught him staring again. No ulterior motives, hmm? He said with a grin. The look you're giving me right now might not be predatory but it feels like you might want something from me. 
Alan cleared his throat and took another sip of his drink. This llama really was something else. He was showing no fear to an obviously larger carnivore. The more he learned about him, the more intrigued Alan was. Well, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself, Keith? Keith relaxed into his seat and shrugged. What you really want to ask is why I'm not out yet, right? Alan waved the notion off with his free hands. That's none of my business if you're not interested in sharing. Everyone has their own reasons and circumstances, and I'm not about to lecture someone for not wanting to be out. Took me years to feel comfortable with it. Even with your old friend Frank? Alan laughed. <laughs> Especially with Frank. The longer you know someone, the harder it can be. You have that friendship for so long, and you don't want anything to change. But change is good sometimes. And if they're real friends, they won't see you differently. Or they'll see you differently, but they'll still see you as the same animal. Keith pondered for a moment and turned his glass a few times on the table, watching the flickering candlelight through the cocktail. He said quietly, I'm worried my dad won't approve. Alan laughed and nodded. I can relate to that. My dad didn't, not for a long while. But eventually he decided he'd rather have his son in his life than to be angry at me forever. It gets better, though. It did, for me, at least. Keith kept his eyes on his drink. He was suddenly full of questions. Were you already out at my age? It's not a race, Keith. He put a heavy hand on Keith's shoulder. Where I was at your age and where you are now are not relevant to each other. Keith nodded and looked up at Alan again. The warmth of the lion's hand on his shoulder was pleasant, and Keith was feeling a little braver after the couple of drinks he'd had. So, I haven't been really dating or anything for a while, so forgive me if I'm being oblivious, but... Have you been flirting at me all night, and I'm just too stupid to get it? This was the first of two parts of Stepping Out for a Breath of Fresh Air by Draylon Dragonfox, read for you by Kaki, your faithful fireside companion. Tune in next time to find out Alan's intentions and what Keith can learn from someone with a bit more experience. As always, you can find more stories on the web at thevoice.doc or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog. <laughs>